Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. I'm Rod Anderson. It should not come as a surprise, but again, I've witnessed an atheist in a public debate with a Christian t- professor deliver what appears to be another salvo which threatens to sink the good ship Christianity. Despite the weaknesses of the atheist argument, which were considerable, his intent, no surprise, was to unravel a person's belief in the biblical account of creation and God himself as a creator. The Christian professor ignored these weaknesses and rather rattled on in a chipmunk-like fashion, defending the plausibility of the Big Bang Theory 13.7 billion years ago as having come from God and that God was the primal cause of the Big Bang. That is not what the Bible teaches. Here again is another example of a Christian professor disregarding the authority of the Bible and in effect weakened his argument, embarrassed himself and lost the debate. But it's not only Christians who embarrass themselves. Atheists continually present weak and vulnerable arguments that open themselves up to ridicule. Christopher Hitchens, the late Christopher Hitchens, on at least one occasion in a public debate stated that African elephants were growing smaller tusks in reaction to the ivory trade and that was evidence for evolution. If I told you that in parts of Africa where elephants are shot for their tusks, elephants are growing shorter tusks in reaction, you would, I'm sure, laugh. How would the elephant know how to do that? Elephant sees hunter, works out hunter wants tusk, is an ivory hunter, shrinks tusks to minimize chance of being shot. Don't be ridiculous. Well, no, that isn't, of course, what happens. What happens is the ones with long tusks get shot quite a lot. And the ones with shorter or no tusks have, therefore, greatly enhanced opportunities of being the ones who survive and breed. And their descendants actually have shorter or no tusks. That's what adaptability is. That's what evolution is. It's not some kind of trick. Unawares of the facile nature of his statement, Christopher Hitchens proves instead of supporting evolution, did exactly the opposite. However, the reality is that the surviving elephant, whose genetic code only contains the information to grow smaller tusks or no tusks at all, is of no interest to the poachers or the ivory hunters, and they should and will survive. However, this in effect teaches us that at one time there were elephants which roamed the earth, whose DNA pool was so rich, their genetic code so complete, the information of their physical features so vast that it contained the genetic information for both short and long-tusked elephants, large and small-eared elephants, the extant varieties we see today. But other features that we do not see exhibited today among elephants because the gene pool has shrunk and we know existed as we visit museums and exhibitions of the extinct mastodon and woolly mammoth. But this is contrary to that which evolution teaches, despite the growing preponderance of scientific knowledge. You will hear the shrill, desperate desperate cry of Darwinist evolutionists defiantly declare that all flora and fauna on our planet has largely come from 
become more complex, from simple single-cell organisms in the beginning to the more sophisticated. However, this is at odds with the various scientific disciplines of microbiology and chemistry today. As can be seen with this simple animation of the atom, which are the building blocks of all materials, atoms are made of three types of particles, protons and neutrons at the core of the atom, and electrons which orbit the nucleus. Protons have a positive charge and neutrons have no charge, so the nucleus is positively charged while the electron which orbits the nucleus are negatively charged. The empirical evidence coming forth from microbiology and biochemistry challenge the absurd notion that a common single cell or simple single cell over a period of billions of years with just the right conditions became more and more complex until we evolved around 200,000 years ago. Epidemiology gives us more light in regard to detection and the treatment of disease, but the research undertaken in this discipline has again highlighted incredible complexity within the viruses. Microbiology says no to the evolutionary hypothesis. The Genome Project, research into DNA's double helix, is teaching that instead of an ever-increasing gene pool, which is what one would expect with evolution, in In fact, the inverse is true, and the gene pool for all creatures and plant life on our planet is shrinking. As a result, there are an ever-increasing number of errors within our DNA, making us increasingly more susceptible to illness, disease, physical degeneration and death. One supposed incontrovertible piece of evidence presented by Darwinists to support natural selection came from Mother England. This example was exalted and worn as a badge of honour for decades by, by atheists until logic and reason gained the upper hand. What a What I'm referring to here is a simple moth called the peppered moth. Found in England before the uh, Industrial Revolution, some were predominantly brown or black in colour and others were white. Both thrived for thousands of years despite being the favourite food of many creatures above them in the food chain. But when the Industrial Revolution was in full swing, it was noticed that the white moths were disappearing at an alarming rate. Evolutionists abounded with joy having lived to witness the evolution from the white to the brown moss. However, the applause was soon silenced and the rigorous backslapping was quickly stultified when it was recognised that with the Industrial Revolution and the huge amounts of soot being pumped into the atmosphere, not only was the air dripping with grey smog, but it was staining buildings, roadways, and for our purposes, trees, shrugs, bushes, and parklands, the habitat of both white and dark-coloured pepper moss. The result being that the brown and black-bodied moss were effectively camouflaged, while the inverse was true of the white-bodied moth, which became an easy target for predators. It was not evolution at all. It was just Bad luck, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. We see one thriving and the other dying out due, due, due to predation. Did you know 
that you can actually have a sample of your saliva from inside your mouth and you can take it and or have it sent to National Geographic and they will trace your ancestry back to North Africa due to advances in DNA. Interesting, these same geneticists have hypothesised that our origins go back to one father who contained the sum total of mankind's DNA dual gene pool. Far from proving evolution, this marvellous piece of scientific research reinforces what the Bible says about God's creation of mankind recorded in the first three chapters of Genesis, that we all came from one father and one mother who were created in the image of God. I, for one, am excited about the new advances in microbiology, pharmacogenomics, and the way they have, they are, and will assist in the treatment and the fighting of sickness and disease. I'm a big fan of science and its advances, but we also need to be a big fan of uh, getting understanding in other disciplines as, as well. So if you go to YouTube, you type in my name, is Genesis 1 trustworthy? That title is Genesis 1 title trustworthy it will you will come across a presentation there that i gave which will broaden your understanding on the subject that i've shared with you today additionally there is a book on your shelves that has gathered dust for many years and makes some rather bold claims for itself as the inspired word of god and if read and understood it not only promises us a future in god's kingdom but also offers help comfort strength and peace for the here and the now. And I would really love you to become acquainted with God's Word. And we have these beautiful study guides, 25 in number. They're Bible reading guides, which will help you to come to a full and complete understanding of God's Word. And to receive those, all you have to do is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number two, info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. Or go to our website, theorchardmelbourne.org.au. Uh, follow the prompts and we will send you the series of 25 Bible reading guides and they're absolutely free. Well, our time has escaped us again, but I look forward to being with you next time. Remember, the truth is nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson.
You've been listening to Master Designer by Call to Praise.